I just wanted to welcome you to my podcast. You are listening to Life with Maka, where I talk about chronic illness, mental illness, faith, and everything in between. Everything and anything. So welcome if you're listening. I hope you enjoy. Welcome back, everyone, and welcome to Annabelle. Hi, Annabelle. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I We've just discussed what credit illnesses you have and what we really want to focus in on with this podcast episode. So I would love for you to introduce yourself, what chronic illnesses you have, and some facts about yourself that people might not know. Okay, my name is Annabelle. Um, I am 22 years old. I have several chronic illnesses. I have um, Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. I have POTS, which stands for Postural Orthostatic Tachycardia Syndrome. I have Raynaud Syndrome. I have um, gastroparesis. I have uh, CRPS, which stands for chronic or sorry, complex regional pain syndrome. Um, so my CRPS specifically is just basically chronic pain in my joints and in my, um, different parts of my body. So I can have it in my knees and my feet. Sometimes I have it in my hands. Um, it goes all over the body. Um, and then my Raynaud syndrome, that is where my feet and hands typically are just freezing cold all the time. Um, I'm always cold. I always have a heater or a heating pad um, with me because I am so cold. A lot of times it's basically just is a lack of blood flow to my hands and my feet. And so one way to try to help get blood flow back is to warm them up and hopefully get some blood flow in my hands so nice i mean i don't know many people that i've connected with that also have rained so it's nice to connect with somebody who does because it is something that is misunderstood and a lot of people i know in my personal life will often just say yeah i get cold hands and feet too but it's like another level Yes, yes. I've had the same experience. So it's like, oh, just put some gloves on. Just put some socks on. Um, no, I have to go a little bit more extreme. Uh-huh. Like yes. I will get out of bed in the morning. I will put socks, or put socks on straight out of a shower. When my feet are warm, my feet will like cool down. I could have two pairs of socks on and a pair of Ugg boots on and my feet would still be cold. Like that's right now. I have a pair of socks and Ugg boots on. It's not even that cold here in Australia, but we've just suddenly had a cold snap and the only way to warm up my hands and feet will be putting them in warm water yes i am the same exact way (laughs) yeah there is no warming them up from blankets or or anything Mm -mm. it's a big pain and like what people don't realize too is the pain when it happens like when it's warming up it makes me think of when i was a kid and i used to like play outside in like on the cold grass or something and you'd come in and mum would make you hop in the bath straight away and the pain from that like that is just like the everyday pain of somebody with rain yes yes so 
yeah, I'd love to know a few facts about yourself as well. So that way, because I feel like, and I'm going to start this up on my Instagram again. I started a, I am more than my chronic illness, um, hashtag. And I feel like when you have chronic illness, you can get caught up in making that your identity. And so I always like want to know what people are apart from their chronic illness. So who are you apart from your chronic illness? Um, well, some things I enjoy doing, um, and I am able to, I love riding horses. I love being around horses. Um, I love taking pictures of sunsets. It's the one time I can actually feel like I can actually just take a breath and just kind of relax and let some of the pain kind of slip my mind. Um, I love taking photos of roses and just flowers. Um, I enjoy hanging out with my friends when I can. I love going bowling when I can. Um, and of course, uh, love going to the beach because I live down here in Florida. So we have the beach very close to us. So those are just a few things I enjoy doing whenever I can. I love and a lot of things we have in common. I love sunsets so much and just taking pictures of nature because nature is beautiful and yes amazes me how like intricately detailed so many things are yes i love going out in nature i love going for walks i really enjoy taking pictures of just what's around it's just so pretty so i put on my instagram story i think yesterday i mean you and i were supposed to have do an episode a couple of weeks ago but in the true light of chronic illness and how unpredictable it is. I think you were feeling unwell and I was feeling unwell and it just wasn't going to work out. But I put on my story yesterday, if anyone wanted to join me to chat about friendships and chronic illness, because I feel like that's something that isn't actually talked about very often and how to navigate those things and somebody on my page had actually asked me whether I'd done an episode on it and I said I hadn't so you and I discussed that we could do that and I love that idea because you have such a variety of topics that you can touch on and I think a lot of people with chronic illness will understand so talk to me about your friendships since being sick before sick being sick what they look like then now and everything in between okay so I didn't start getting sick until around middle school that's whenever my first symptoms of chronic pain and just being hurt physically hurt all the time uh started and then it just progressed into me hurting but not actually being like something caused me to be hurt it was because of my eds and we didn't find that out until i was in high school um so before my i was diagnosed with chronic illness it was i was still hanging out with my friends i would always you know either be in like a walking boot or on crutches but i was still hanging out with my friends um and i had a lot of friends that i would go out and do activities with and then kind of more and more so in the high school my friend group started getting smaller and smaller with the less that I could do um in high school I was on our school's dance team 
and I eventually had to quit because I was in so much physical pain and just could not keep doing dance with how hard it is on my body. So my friend group started to get a little bit smaller, a little bit smaller, but then I just realized eventually, you know, who my real friends are with who keeps up with me and who actually cared. And in high school, I met my best friend. Um, she is amazing. She does not have any chronic illnesses like I do, but she completely understands and she completely believes in me. Um, that is one thing I have found over the years that the people who I used to go to school with never really some of them never really believed me because it was like it seemed like I was faking all of my injuries or just the pain I was in they thought I was faking it um so she was definitely one who helped me get through a lot um and actually it felt so good to have someone believe me and back me up and just be there for me when I needed someone um and now she's really kind of sad to say, but like in person, she's really one of my only one true friend I actually have because she does back me up so much. And I do have other friends, um, but I don't ever really get to talk to them a lot or see them a lot. Um, and they don't really fully understand what I go through. Um, so it's kind of hard to keep up with them sometimes, but my best friend has always been right there for me. Um, how about you? Uh, do you have any really, really close friends? I do. And like you said, like when you get sick, like chronic illness kind of shows you who your real friends are. And very similar to you, so I was at uni, it was about halfway through my second year, and I used to do everything with everyone. Like we would have games nights all the time. I would be at every event that people were running and like always ready to you know catch up and hang out with people but when I got sick that changed and I I needed people that didn't want to like go and do strenuous things like I needed friends that would just come around and watch a movie with me and you know there's not many people that actually want to do that like they're like oh I want to go for a walk so I'm going to go for a walk not I really want to go for a walk, but I know Michaela can't go for a walk, so I'll go and, like, hang out with her and, like, yeah, a few. I have quite a lot of friends. Well, not a lot, but I have quite a few friends, and if they ever listen to this, they will know who they are because they're the friends that are low-key, and I think they're the people that you low-key friends, that there's no expectation to do anything or be anything. It's just... I'm happy to come around and do whatever you want to do. Um, and yeah, just the friends that I could just chuck on a movie, hang out with, nap with. I have a few friends that used to just come over and sleep on my couch when I was asleep on my couch, just that way I had company for napping. But like when I first got sick, though, to losing those friends was really difficult and I think that's like yeah you can't take away that pain that pain of um, how difficult it is to accept that you have a chronic illness and that people aren't going to accept that you have a chronic illness or believe you um, 
and I like what you said about believing that you have a chronic illness. Like that is like the most important thing and most validating thing is having people believe that what you're going through is real and not try and change things. Yeah, I completely agree. I've had quite a few people who used to be my friends. Um, they decided to for themselves that, like I said, that they didn't think I had a chronic illness so obviously that friendship is now over and it is very hard I don't think people realize like yes chronic illness having several chronic illnesses are is very hard on your body on top of that trying to handle people's perceptions and their understanding and if they just don't believe you losing that friendship that's hard sometimes especially if you really trusted that person and I've had a few people where I've really trusted them I actually opened up to them I was really thought I thought that they were going to be like a really good true friend well they really weren't because then they turned their back on me and that friendship ended and people I don't think a lot of people realize how hard that can be it's almost like sometimes you're going through a grieving process just because you trusted this person so much but they go and turn your back and it's their back on you and it's really hard sometimes and i think the harder thing is too like you're already grieving losing a part of your life let alone other parts that you don't want to lose like already losing your health um, and to grieve losing friendships on top of that feels so unfair because chronic illness is already so lonely. And I mean, anyone with a chronic illness will tell you that it is so easy to even feel lonely with people around you. Like you could have friends around you and still feel so lonely because they just don't understand. And I like what you said about like your best friend being in your corner and backing you up and just you know, like knowing you for you and what like your life looks like now instead of just accepting, instead of creating a false reality for themselves, they actually see your reality for what it is. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say about my best friend, she has had my back so much. Um I've had people who ended friendships with me and it was just not good or even just people on social media just attacking me without even knowing what's going on. Um, She has had my back. She would be like, who do I need to go fight? Who do I need to go hurt? And obviously she would not do that. But just knowing she would fight for me whenever sometimes I can't physically fight for myself it just means the world to me that I have someone like that in my corner backing me up. Yeah. And I mean, like you said, like we, well, you discussed it with me that you wanted to talk about internet friends social media and the pros and cons of that. And I guess a pro of that is making some really good friends who are on your level and who get it. But then a con of that is also connecting with people who, who also won't accept your chronic illness even though they have chronic illness like it's like talk to me about that like what's your experience with that so with me with social media um i do have a chronic illness account on social media um 
but I have found that it kind of does more harm than good sometimes. Now, don't get me wrong. There are plenty of good people like you and a few others that I've actually connected with who have chronic illnesses and are amazing. And they, like me and you have some common or some conditions in common. And then some other people I know, we have other conditions in common. Um, and it's so good to have someone who actually gets it and understands and you know who relates to it and it feels like you're not alone and it feels so good to be understood but also the con of having social media um especially in the chronic illness community people will just say some really mean things and they'll think you're faking it and they will just call you out and it's like they're and like you say sometimes they also have chronic illnesses um and so so sometimes it kind of surprises me how people who do have chronic illnesses will also attack other people with chronic illnesses um i really haven't ever understood the mental concept of that um but yes it it does hurt and it does happen and that's just the bad side of it but honestly whenever i find people like you and others who actually understand and are willing to talk about it it makes you feel so much less alone and it feels so good it does and like you were saying like a lot of people even if they have similar chronic illnesses or different will often attack you like or other people and i think it's just the comparison game like I feel like a lot of people with chronic illness will often compare themselves to others and they might be like, well, you can do this, so you don't have it as bad as me. And then that's when it gets sometimes a bit hard and mean and not nice. Yeah, I do see that a lot in the chronic illness community where people are just comparing each other and it's just like... Live your own story is what I'm thinking in my head. Don't compare yourself and don't criticize others just because they might have it worse. I just have never really understood that. No, neither have I. And, yeah, like, I think we need to be supporting each other, like, uh, and, you know, loving each other and being kind to one another. Yes, support goes a long way. Even though some people, like, even if it's just a check-in, like, hey, how are you? Even though it's not always, hey, I'm doing good. No, I'm not doing good. But even just, like, a check-in or sometimes just a phone call, that really can boost our spirits and actually feel like someone is, you know, there for us. And it just, it means a lot when people are just supportive and help each other and, um, are just so nice to each other and especially whenever you have people like when you have things like chronic illnesses in common it really just it helps a lot it does it helps feel less alone. and I mean that was like the intention of me creating my page originally was to feel less alone to be validated to have a space where I could share what I was going through and other people actually understand it because they're also going through it Yeah, that's pretty much how why I created um, my chronic illness account. Um, but I don't ever really get on it that much. And I probably should do it a little bit more. 
but um but being able to reach out to people who understand it helps a lot it does i know we didn't talk about this um but if you could give any advice it can be as much advice or as little advice as you would like to anybody that might be healthy listening because I know a lot of people tend to share the podcast episodes with their friends and family just so that way they can see other people's perspective on chronic illness or on circumstances surrounding chronic illness. But, like, what advice would you give to healthy people for friendships with those who have a chronic illness, if you could give anything? Be understanding. Um understand that they are going to have ups and downs, good days and bad days. Some days they might have to cancel on plans that you may have made together because they just cannot do it that day. Chronic illness is a very unpredictable thing. And when it hits out of nowhere, just understand they're not canceling because not because they don't want to go. They really do want to go, and they want to go have fun, but it's not always, they're not always physical, physically able to do so. Also, just actually, even if you don't really completely believe them, still support them. I know there's some few people who don't really believe that I have some of these chronic illnesses. They think it's a fake. They think I am just making it up. I'm really not, but I still am friends with them because we have other things that we have in common and they still support me even if they don't completely believe me. So support is another big thing. So understanding and support gives that as much as possible. I like that. Yeah, support goes a long way. And even if it's not, like, support can look like, I'm going to research your condition so that way I know what your symptoms are or anything. Like, and I know that's really been one of the biggest blessings for me is when people are like, hey, I looked up your condition and what the symptoms were and how it affects you. And I'm really sorry that you go through that. Like, just some level of understanding. Yeah, that really helps a lot. Whenever I have someone who doesn't fully understand it but at least did enough to look it up and get the basic understanding of what I've go through it really means a lot more than what they probably realize um just because there are so many people who just doesn't believe it and just having someone who would be willing to actually learn about it it actually really does help a lot it does um the other question I was going to ask too is what advice would you have to the chronically ill when it comes to navigating friendships? Um, kind of the same as far as like support and understanding, support as much as you can. We all go through so much and each person is different, even if we have different the same chronic illnesses, we all have different symptoms. Um and just do your best to make them feel like they're not alone. That's a big thing. I mean, there is power in the words me too. Like just having people say that they 
get it. Like there's been some big things that I've gone through, especially with chronic illness, and to have people say, I get that, that's something that I go through too. Like that is just something that is valuable. Yes, yes. Anyway, did you have anything else that you'd like to touch on with uh, about friendship and chronic illness? Um, one thing I wanted to touch on a little bit about was um, kind of about relationships. Um, I met my boyfriend a couple years ago. Before, like a couple years ago, we were just friends. I've actually known him. He's known me since I was born, um, but we kind of reconnected a few years ago, so we just stayed friends for a couple of years, and even through that friend stage, he was so supportive and understanding, and it made me feel not necessarily like I was... Um, less alone because he obviously doesn't go through what I go through but it felt good to have someone to understand who understands a little bit and is willing to still be my friend while going through so much um especially those late nights when I cannot sleep or I'm in the hospital or in the ER because I am you know, just in so much pain or whatever may be going on with my body. So it felt so good just to have someone there. And a couple of years later now, uh, we are dating and it feels so good to have someone who is willing to take care of me and actually understand. Um, I know a while back, I believe it was me and you, I asked you a question about relationships and I think it was something along the lines of uh, how do I really fully understand if he's always going to make sure or I feel like I'm a burden. How is he going to be able to make me feel like I'm not a burden? Um, I think that was what we talked about. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that is one big thing for me. Uh, with my chronic illnesses, I feel like I'm a burden to everyone. Um, I feel like I'm a burden to my family, my best friend, my boyfriend. Um, and it's hard to get out of that mindset sometimes that you're not a burden. And he just helps so much to try to eliminate that feeling because, like he tells me, um, that I'm so much more than what my chronic illnesses are. Um, chronic illnesses are a part of me, but they are not who I am. And that has helped so much. Yeah. Um, well, how are, what, what has your experience been with you and your boyfriend? Yeah, like very similar, I think. And the advice that I gave you was that he's choosing to be with you. Like, And my boyfriend has said that to me. That, like, I'm choosing to be with you. If I didn't want to be, then I wouldn't be. And, like, I think that's a big thing to remember, that they are choosing to be with us. And my boyfriend's really understanding in that we don't go and do strenuous things. Like, if I want to go for a walk, 
he'll happily come for a walk with me. But if I want to turn around at some point, we can turn around or he'll piggyback me up hills or, um, yeah, he's just really understanding and wants me to rest and cares about me and always tries to put my physical health above anything else. And he'll remind me, he'll be like, Michaela, you're really exhausted. Your fatigue's been flaring. Like, don't use too many spoons. Like, he did some research on the spoon theory and often uses the spoon theory on me. Um, but yeah I think a big thing with relationships is that they're choosing to be with you and yeah if they're making accommodations for you then that's such an important thing and a green flag for a relationship Um, but like they are hard to navigate when you can't do as much for them as you want to or you can't be as much for them as you want to but I mean, they're accepting you and taking you as you are, not as anything else. Yeah, I completely agree. It's um, Sometimes my boyfriend says the same thing. I'm choosing to be with you. Um, and that's like a huge, in my mind, I'm like, he can always leave when he wants to. But he's really not going to because he chooses to be with me, um, with my conditions or not. He still accepts me the way I am. And it feels so good to have someone accept you like that. It does. And I like what you said, too, before, how he says that, like, you have those chronic illnesses. You're not those chronic illnesses. And I think that's a huge part of a relationship, too, is recognizing that you're a person outside of your chronic illness and you bring so much more to the relationship than your chronic illness. Like your chronic illness is not your relationship. Your relationship is who you are on the inside and what you bring for what you can give, I guess. Yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> but yeah, in navigating friendships, relationships, anything ships with chronic illness is really difficult and any listeners that have navigated those things will probably understand and I hope that they felt less alone hearing your story and your perspective on things and um yeah just what you have to say about friendships and chronic illness I'm sorry I didn't hear that last part I think you cut out a little bit Sorry, I just said that um, a lot of people probably would have appreciated hearing what you and I had to say about friendships. And yeah, I just wanted to thank you for joining me on the podcast today to share about that. Well, thank you for having me. I really enjoy talking about this. I'm sure it'll hopefully help some other people who's going through some of the same things me and you have gone through. I hope so. And yeah, like it's always just so nice to contact, uh, not contact, connect with other people who have chronic illnesses. So yeah, thank you so much for joining me and I will talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Life with Mecca. I really appreciate being able to connect with people this way. So thank you for tuning in and I hope that you'll tune in with the next episode.